Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Hello, this is Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film, and you're listening to Cinnabuds. This week on Cinnabuds, we are going to be talking about video game movies. I can't wait. When I say video game movies, I think I'm talking about any movie that's been made based on a video game or a video game that's been based on a movie, which has happened a few times too. And also video games that are prominently featured, I think. That's true. Thematically. Yeah. I'm joined here by Kyle Kyle. Heller. Uh, I'm Kyle Heller. I work at 88.9. Once again, very happy to be here with you, Christopher. Yes. We're continuing our journey to find the new Cinnabuds. We're going to be trying out a bunch of people, and this is uh, Kyle's second show, so this will be fun. And I'm amazed have, you let me back. Yeah, I am too. They, they said I had to. Um, but this is your second show, and this is also about video games. We did Uncharted, which was based on a video game. Correct. And now we're going to just talk broadly about video game movies. First, let's just talk about what our video. what's a video game movie that is like, whether good or bad, it's close to your heart. Uh, for me, it's Mortal Kombat, yeah. funny enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah, I grew up... Get over here! Yeah, that's exactly. That, I mean, that's... You summed <laughs> the movie up. Should we have tagged spoilers? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, for me, that movie uh, hit me at a real critical time when I was an edgy <laughs> teenager, and I was really getting into electronic music. And it was kind of the early oh. uh, days of it, and... That Mortal Kombat theme song, just like, I had to see the movie. I, and I bought the soundtrack and everything. <laughs> I even had the second Mortal Kombat movie soundtrack. Oh, wow. And, uh, Did it feature Skrillex? Uh, no, was, this is before Skrillex's time. It that's had Rammstein, only, though. That's the only name that, I know. That's how oh, I, I know Rammstein. Ra- yeah, that's yeah. how I found them. <laughs> the- <laughs> Skrillex and Rammstein in the first two minutes of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I'll never be welcome back. I do. No, no, that that was a that was points. You got points for that. I do love Mortal Kombat. It's like there there's so many of these movies that as we're looking at the list aren't great, but they're they're still fun to watch either yeah. because you're familiar with the game and see how they adapt it or just cuz it's a mess. But yeah, that was a good time to get that. I will say I'll go back even further and I'm going to talk about Double Dragon which had Alyssa Milano in it. And if you want to talk wow. about hitting me at the right time, when I was a teen, I loved Alyssa Milano. Nice. So I was very excited that she was in that movie. But even though I think that's like... Is she the girlfriend? Because that yeah. that She's girlfriend f- is always treated terribly in Double Dragon games. <laughs> oh, that's true. She's either killed, punched, She's kidnapped. punched a lot or, in the yeah, movie. Yeah. Double Dragon was the first video game in that era where video games arcade games like going to the arcade games made started to make like if I and please you're the expert so correct me if I'm wrong started to make a big comeback Double Dragon was a big game back then yeah absolutely and I remember we would go specifically to the mall just to play Double Dragon and then afterwards Altered Beasts which was another game but yeah and they made one uh, made a film of Double Dragon I was all in I can't believe it's the early 90s because it feels like a real 80s movie but uh, you had Scott Wolf from Party of Five. Wow! I mean, those. Which two, brother was he? He was the the small Tom Cruise looking one. Okay. He looked like a budget. Tom <laughs> it, it's Cruise. Billy Lee or Jimmy Lee, I believe. Jimmy are. Lee played the other brother. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Robert Patrick, who was one of the bad guys from Terminator, wow. he was the bad guy in this. It's a terrible movie. 
Oh yeah, but Most, many of them from that time. I are. rewatched it not long ago. <laughs> it, it holds up as a bad movie. That's great. But it was yeah, it was fun to watch. Uh, but yeah, I feel like there's a lot of these. There's an era we're going to talk about like a bit of the progression of video games into movies and vice versa. But we'll also talk about just our favorite good and bad ones. I look forward to it. Yeah. So stick around after the break and we're going to talk more right after this. Don't stress about that car you don't need. Embrace the lazy days of summer by donating it to Radio Milwaukee. We accept many kinds of vehicle donations, including cars, trucks, motorcycles, and even RVs. Pickup is free, and you could get a tax deduction. Donate your vehicle now, and then kick back and enjoy the great music and stories you help to support. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org cars to start your donation today. All right. We're back. Video game movies. Let's talk about them. They're bad. <laughs> Most of them are awful. I was just making a list. I was looking at the list of them. And it is, I'm hard-pressed to find. So what was the most recent video game movie you've seen? Well, Uncharted. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah just- I forgot about that already. <laughs> <laughs> it's a week to you, but it was moments to us that we just <laughs> talked about it. A couple years ago, I watched Detective Pikachu. Oh, I did see that one. Yeah. yeah I, I actually had forgotten that was a movie, <laughs> uh, video game tie-in. Yeah. I actually enjoyed that movie one. A uh, fair amount more than most video game yeah, movies. Yeah, I can say that statement. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember liking it overall, but I liked parts of it. I liked some of the characters, some of the monsters. What do yeah. you call those? Uh, Pokemon? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I liked some of the Pokemon a lot, but just, again, just as a separate thing from the movie. But yeah, those, those two... I think of the most recent ones that I've seen based on video games that I'm aware yeah. of. Again, a lot of them pass me by. I don't realize they're based on video games. So why are we why are we talking about video games? Well, so much, it's because you and I, as we discussed in the last podcast, have a strong history of video games. You forced me to get a PlayStation <laughs> like ten years ago, and I've maintained it. I'm actually currently, I should admit, my PlayStation Four is not in working order. Oh, yeah. I've cleaned it like you instructed. Yeah, yeah I did. Uh, and it worked for a while longer, but I think it's time for me to get a new one. Well, it's time to graduate. But PlayStation 5s are prohibitively priced right now. Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> so I'm in a holding pattern until I can afford one. Sure. But uh, I do want to play. I do. I am in the mood right now to play another video game. So we can segue this movie talk into what video game should I play in a moment. Yeah. But yeah, so we we have that in common. And we also work together. We worked together for quite a while in yeah. the aughts. Yeah. No, no, no. no it was, no, the, no. It was, it was in the teens. The teens. That's yeah. true. Yeah. We worked together in Milwaukee Film, and uh, you walked by my, I can't say this part on the radio, but you walked my, by my desk every day. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> terrified of what you're about to say. <laughs> and under your breath, you said something, which... In most workplaces, would be unacceptable. Unacceptable. But I found it very funny, and it was <laughs> that was the key. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was what bonded us. We did uh, we did practical jokes once in a while. Yeah. you did more and better ones. I, I I was proud of my practical jokes. There's one that's uh, cinematic. It's related to movies. Do you want to tell everybody oh, what you did? Yeah, I uh, I found a Google Chrome plugin <laughs> that replaced every photo on your web browser yeah. with. Pictures of Nicholas Cage. Cage. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I don't know what a Google plugin is to this day. Yeah. And at the time, 
I genuinely thought something was wrong with the internet. Well, and the best part was Jonathan raced into my office yeah. and was like, go to our website. <laughs> yeah, because I went to tell Go him. to the website right now. And he's like, wait, yours doesn't have Nicolas Cage on it. <laughs> yeah, I told somebody because I thought there was a problem with our website. And it turns out, I didn't know you could do such a thing. I didn't that either was, until that moment, and I was very glad. You were delighted. Yeah. I wasn't even mad. I was just amazed that that could happen. And that's probably the best contribution I ever made in Milwaukee <laughs> film. <laughs> There's a lot of office culture stuff that was sure. good. But yeah, so that's that's where we started building on this this relationship. Yeah. And you uh, you and I talked, and I think this is a good uh, this is a good topic for yeah, us. Yeah, I think so too. But I do. I the only thing that I'm disappointed in is when I look back at these lists. There's nothing in here where I'm like, oh, this that was one, a, this is the this one. This is the quintessential. I, honestly, when you said Tron, that yeah. was the one that I was like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's true. The original Tron. And, and, Do you and like I get, the new one? <sighs> no. No. Yeah. I like the soundtrack. Oh, really? Yeah, the Daft Punk soundtrack. Oh. Skrillex on that? No, just uh, Daft Punk. Why do people keep missing out on this clear <laughs> opportunity? Uh, yeah, I didn't see, I haven't seen the new one, honestly. But yeah. I do remember when I was a kid, and then I think I rewatched it later in my twenties. The Tron movie still looks cool. Yeah, it's it's it, like so, even for the eighties, it was amazing. And then for now, I'm like, it's still you don't. This is an interesting look. It's so crazy to me that that movie was made. Yeah, you know, it just it seems so out there for every versus everything else that came out at that time. Yeah, and I think that's looking at this list. You know, there's. There's a real progression in the representation of mo- video games into movies. Yeah. yeah that one was like, uh, and I found it odd that they based it on the video game Tron. Yeah. Which I don't recall it being that popular of a game. It was popular enough where I knew what it was. But yeah. there weren't a ton of games out back no. then. So all of them were popular. Yeah. But it's such a re- frustrating game to play. Yeah. It wasn't super fun. It wasn't even visually as interesting as the movie. Yeah, it was... Yeah, I pl- I think I played it on my dad's in television. In television. Yeah. Never heard of that. It was a really old video game <laughs> system. It was. I mean, it was like around when the Atari was okay big, and uh, probably came out on Atari too. But yeah, I don't remember it being a particularly enjoyable game. No. But yeah, I was surprised that they made that into they. But what they did with that was really interesting because they created a story that I don't think was there. Yeah. From the video game. And then like we were talking about last week, now video games have the movie built in because they're so cinematic and they have a story and they're even like sections of animated film within them. Well, and it's crazy now because these video games are IPs and so they're being fleshed out like Harry Potter and everything else. You've got, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog, which we talked about. It's like... It's it's a mega blockbuster, and you know there's so much more money behind it. Whereas yeah. like before, it was like nerds. Yeah, <laughs> what know? can we make for the nerds <laughs> yeah. that are starting to become old enough to have money and yeah. enjoy these? And so like it, it's interesting to see sort of how it's progressed. Um, Remind me what the co- the controversy was with Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, so Sonic, when they debuted the first trailer, yeah. Uh, was not very. He was frightening. He he was extra hairy. His the, oh, okay. his eyes were really small. He's a little overweight. Yeah. And uh, the the internet lost it. They 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 did not uh, like it. And yeah. uh, they actually had to go back and redid all the scenes with Sonic 
uh, with the new version of him. The new version of him, the one that I'm familiar with because I saw it, mm-hmm. um, looks like the like the figure they put on the box. Like it yeah. looks just like it. Yeah. But the first version looked Did, no, no, no. That's weird. Yeah, it was very strange. Although, funny enough, this is the state of the world we live in. Yeah. But uh, the the new Chippendale Rescue Rangers film yes. has a cameo with U- Ugly Sonic. He's like selling <laughs> shirts in there. <laughs> So they kind of referenced how bad it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. And so they kind of lean into it and like, yeah. So it, it, that makes me want to watch that. Yeah, no. And actually, that, I mean, it has nothing to do with video games, but I kind (laughs) of want to see that too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's been so many bad ones. I'm looking at this list. The the one I wanted to ask you about, you haven't seen uh, Far Cry the movie, have you? I didn't know there was a Far Cry. Movie. I, I thought you would be interested to know yeah, that. Yeah, because that's another one that I played. It uh, didn't do well. It did it. <laughs> Who's in it? Yui Bowl uh, has kind of ruined a lot of video game movies. Oh, really? Yeah, that he's kind of got a reputation in comic book movies as well. Um, but Far Cry, not a good movie. So Yui Bowl is sort of known for making really over the top really bad intent. Like, I don't know if it's intentional or not. I don't think it's intentional, but he's, he's made 35 movies essentially. And they're almost all panned, but people keep letting him make movies. Cause he's almost got a following as a bad director. People are, uh, <laughs> find it appealing, but yeah, he did rampage. Yeah. That was a, yeah, that was a, a big one though. That, that. that one was heavily CGI postal. That's another video game. Really? I didn't know yeah. That. Blood, Blood Rain. Blood Rain, yeah, I remember that. I actually saw Blood Rain. It is really, like, unwatchable. <laughs> Which one? There's two of them. Oh my. <laughs> There's Blood Rain, the Third Reich. Oh, my God. It's just... It's Blood not, Rain Deliverance. There's <laughs> Oh, my gosh. There's a real bad uh, bad run right now. Well, and that's what? kind of it. Is So, you know, now, now you're starting to see uh, the... the marketing machine embrace yeah. embrace the video games it gives them content and and they, and now they're starting to really invest in it uh we talked re- briefly last week uh about uh last of us oh being yeah shot. i want to know more about that yeah it's it's being shot and it's coming out on hbo and it's going to be oh a, hbo's doing it yeah it's That's a good full sign. show um, last of us if you're unfamiliar uh is and tell me if i'm wrong i feel like it's widely thought of as one of the best new video games out. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. I, it was one that I played uh, that you su- suggested. It was one of the first ones I played and it, especially for just coming back into video games, having not yeah. played them, it ruined me for most other video yeah, games. Yeah. Cause I played kind of the best looking one first. Yeah. Right. And so after that, I'm like, no, but I thought they'd all look like this. I thought they'd all be this. Intense. Yeah. Right. So when the second, the second video came out, I played that, for almost a full summer, I played it fully through twice, and then my fiance played a little bit as well. Yeah, while, while I watched. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I haven't. I have not finished it. Full disclosure. It, oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Do you even like video games? I yeah. There we go. Finally got it. it. <laughs> uh, but that one is one of, the, and that has such a good story. And I'll be honest. Usually, I'm one of those people who skips the cutscenes. Yeah. And I didn't. In, in these movies or so, I mean, these, uh, oh, look what I did yeah. uh, in, the, in these video games. But yeah, so they're going to make it for HBO. That's exciting because that one lends itself it needs, so well. It needs an HBO It needs treatment. HBO to ha- yeah. handle it because you can't trust it to a lot of well, people. Well, and, and in the Uncharted film, the PG-13 aspect was 
strange at times. Oh, I see. Yeah, because you couldn't go particularly fully like they do. Antonio Banderas's character's dismissal was strange in the PG 13 universe and that would not work in an uncharted or sorry, a last of us film. Yeah. Right. You know, that's good. Well, hopefully they'll get better. I will say this. I find that, um, video game documentaries, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of really good ones. So as opposed to the fiction films, the docs about video games are superb. And speaking of our past at Milwaukee film, we did. Was this your idea? Did you? No, it wasn't about my it? idea. It, just I, I, it was just something I was excited that we were showing. We showed a film called Indie Game: The Movie, yeah. which was a documentary about independent game makers. Yeah, and do you remember about? Do you remember that film? Yeah, I do. Uh, there, that covers the development of I think it's four video games. I remember two of them: yeah. uh, Binding of Isaac, Edmund McMillan, and uh, uh, Fez. I remember. Um, I remember his that last name, name's yeah. Fish. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, but they uh, they kind of chronicle the development and release of these because back when that movie came out, indie games were just becoming a thing. Right before that, it was all AAA publisher, uh, big big box big, big box titles. Yeah. You you didn't have individuals who were developing games. And that movie kind of gave an insight of like what it's like to be a, a single director yeah. and like release your product or like have a business partner who uh, right. pulls out at the last second yeah. or whatever. Um, and so that was a really interesting film. And I was excited because I was like, oh, here we go. We're going to start showing more <laughs> video game stuff. And it might have been the one thing we did. but <laughs> yeah, That's true. But they did. Well, actually, later on, there was a couple that we showed in the festival, but that one was interesting because I heard a lot, I felt this way and I heard from a lot of other people. It's like a topic, like at the time and still to this day, I knew nothing about. Sure. And a lot of our members, you know, weren't super into video games, but yeah. they found the film fascinating. It got a great, great response because you, it's a world you never heard of and you see all the, all the innovation and all the hard work. I mean, it's like people putting in. They put years. everything. They put the everything on the line to do yeah, it, absolutely. and and you get to watch some of the struggles behind that, and yeah. and also the successes because a lot of those games were commercial, very commercially successful. Right. Yeah, people were making a million dollars like the moment they sold it. Yeah, like there was like they sell it, and then within a day they saw their numbers go through the roof. Yeah, yeah. So that was really exciting. There's also the the King of Kong, which is a big, oh, uh, yeah. a big, very famous documentary about uh, Donkey Kong and the players Don't. that and the very colorful players that were into that game. Yeah. And then uh, we had one in the festival this year called Cannon Arm and the Arcade Quest. Okay. Which I think was from Sc- somewhere in Scandinavia. It was like Norway or something like that, and it was video game players there. Again, it was very funny because the the people involved in like were heavy into arcades. They get really colorful personalities. Sure. And there was one guy who'd already, you know, set a bunch of records, but the record he was hoping for is he wanted to be the first person to play 100 hours straight of video game of an arcade game. You can't see it, but I'm raising my eyebrows. I'm <laughs> yeah, thinking I know. in my line of work, I'm thinking about the logistics of something like that. And it's, uh, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. He was, he had to get, he like a doctor checked him out and they had all these things <laughs> that he had to do beforehand. And they talked about how people had tried for this record. One person of which died trying. I would to do expect it. someone would die from it. Which is like you don't think you think of like oh like some sort of athletic yeah. achievement you might die trying to climb the Himalayas, but not playing a video game. No, but yeah, hundred hours straight. You can't do much else. Did he do it? 
I don't recall. Okay. Actually, not recall. Well, uh, actually, they got to watch the movie. Right? Yeah, you got to watch the movie because I did not. I haven't seen it, <laughs> but I know that was the gist of it. I saw the first uh, about 15 minutes when we were kind of previewing stuff, and it was very good, the, the part I saw. The other movie I thought of recently was uh, Ready Player One. Yeah, that one, probably the more the most successful movie about video games. About least, video yeah. games, yeah. I, I had read the book. Um, yeah. But I haven't seen the movie, actually. The movie's really good. Again, I was like... I wasn't familiar with the book. I knew Steven Spielberg directed that. Yeah. And it was a big success. Uh, the books were really successful too. I think there's more than one. Um, but yeah, it was really good. It was actually a very kind of very Steven Spielberg-y movie. Yeah. But about video games, which was kind of unexpected. The fan, big, big fantasy film in it. I thought it was pretty great. Nice. Um, did you, uh, yeah. The, uh, what's the other one that uh, Scott Pilgrim versus. Oh, Scott Pilgrim versus yeah. the world. Now that's not. It's not about video, video games, games. Yeah. but it has a lot of video game elements yeah. to it. And I, I think we were talking about that where it's like visually it's very much a video game. Yeah. You know, um, I think for me, that's when I kind of realized that they were gaining uh, mainstream cultural yeah, success. Because they're referencing it so heavily. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you would watch like an episode of CSI and they're like playing a video game and yeah. it's clearly not a video game. Yeah. And, and, and like they're also <laughs> hacking while they're playing the video game. Like. <laughs> that's right. That's kind of where it came from. And so, like, seeing where it had progressed to where you could have a full story and, yeah. and just, like, a real homage to, like, video games and their appearance and yeah. sound and, and colorfulness, like, that was kind of a, a, a real interesting movie and sort of, like, how far things have come. Yeah. That was a good sign going forward. Well, I think we need more decent ones. There's a lot yeah. of there's yeah. a lot of I, I mean I'm remembering War Games yeah and Cloak and Dagger from the 80s <laughs> those were movies that were made into video games but they War Games was obviously very much about video games there's think, lots of video games that were made about movies and yeah oh that's true and that going that way I think there's been more success yeah to some extent but. You know, I'm thinking of like Platoon on the the Nintendo. There's a Platoon. I don't know. They, yeah, they made Platoon on the Nintendo, and it it's terrible. They did make a Blade video game. Did they? I've never played it. I don't think it's I available think anymore. <laughs> I think it'll ruin it. They also made a Warriors video game. Yes, based on the I have played. Have that. you played that? Yeah, that's made by Rockstar. Is it good? Yeah, it's very good. It's like one of the better beat 'em up games I've really? ever played. Yeah. It it I don't I don't know how you would play it now, but yeah. uh, it is uh it was really cool when it came out. Oh, see, I think I missed the boat because I love that movie. That would be yeah, fun to play. And you introduced me to that movie, so oh, like really? I, I played the game before <laughs> I play watched the movie. So in the in the video game, do you get to choose one of the gangs or just one of the members? You're of the you are the I, the warriors. The warriors. Yeah. yeah, you are the warriors, and then you go through. You're trying to various get back scenes to Coney and Island get in fights, yeah. and uh, it's very violent. Oh, very violent. It? as it should be. Uh, oh, that's I missed the boat on a couple things that could have been my favorites. Yeah, yeah. There's always the the Resident Evil, the Mortal Kombat's, the Resident Evils. Like twenty of those now. I yeah, there's like. a lot of Resident Evils. I mean, with the advent of green screen, they can make a million of these yeah. things. Well, I think we've spent it until there's a decent. Well, good news. Oh, uh, Chris Pratt's Mario. <laughs> oh yeah, I knew you were holding on to I've that. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. It's 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 a me Mario. It's a me Mario. It's me Chris Pratt as Mario. <laughs> Wait, has that come out yet? No. Oh, no, that, that's it, the it's in thing. development. Uh, it's a big Nintendo keeps hyping it. 
Um, and if I am hearing correctly, people are very excited about Chris Pratt being Mario. Super excited. <laughs> Everyone sees the connection immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, maybe if he went back to what he looked like when he was on TV. Well, it's it's going to be digital, so. It, oh, is it you'll really? You'll just hear Chris Pratt. Oh, I see. But it still makes no sense. No. Okay. <laughs> well, it's funny because at first I'm like, oh, well. And then I caught myself and realized, no, it's still. No, yeah. It's not no, him dressed as Mario. <laughs> it's so pointless to have him. If he's just a voice actor, even if if they're just trying to cash in, I get it. Yeah. Let's get somebody who's cashable or whatever. It, when, uh, offline, you should check out the announcement for the movie. It's, <laughs> oh, it's, really? It's comedic gold. <laughs> Well, we'll hold out. Uh, Last of Us seems to be our best bet. Yeah, that seems the where future. they're taking it seriously enough yeah. to do the source material a, a good uh, job, do a good job yeah. with it. Like, uh, what, what, what's interesting though is that with Uncharted, with Last of Us, those are both Naughty Dog games. Yeah, um, I'm curious if it's going to be the cinematic games that get converted to right. movies. You know, because uh, same issues I had with Uncharted where it's like, I've played this, I've seen this, yeah. these people have their roles. It's like reading a book, except that I've actually seen these people. Right. Um, and then the the sort of dissonance when you see them yeah. in the film. I mean, there's going to be, we talked about this in the last one too, there's going to be a thing where you kind of have to let go a little bit yeah. of the thing you're familiar with because they're going to do something different. Otherwise, they'd just remake the thing. I mean, they made but, a movie about Rampage, so <laughs> you can do it. You can do anything. You can do anything. <laughs> if we know one thing about movies, you can just do whatever you want and it's mostly bad. Um, but yeah, let's hold out for that. I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point. And then uh, it seems like uh, documentaries right now are the way to go if you want to dig into video game movies. So we're going to do our, our favorite segment once again. Oh, no. Yeah. What else have you been watching, Kyle? doesn't have to be movies. It yeah, can be you, anything you want. Well, I uh, in, in theme with what we're uh, yeah. talking about, I've been playing some video games, actually. Oh, that's surprising. Yeah. Shocker, right? Yeah. Um, I've been playing a game called Neon White. Okay. It's a game that just came out. Uh, look it up while you talk. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a speed running game. You're, really? you're, <laughs> okay. you're demons that are supposed to cleanse heaven and, uh, <laughs> you run really fast and do okay. parkour and stuff and shoot guns. All right. You said um, parkour just because you knew that would appeal to me. Yeah, no, it's, it's all parkour. Chris okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, I've really been enjoying it actually a lot. Uh, I, I really try to hone in on my times. You yeah. Know, you got to get that blue medal. You know, I hear there's a red medal, but I haven't gotten any red medals. Yet. Oh, man, I got to get that red medal. Yeah. And uh, and then I'm playing another game called Intergalactic Fishing. <laughs> now, that one is funny because it's graphically one of the weirdest looking games oh, I've ever really? seen. You're like a little circle on a randomly generated lake. Yeah. Um, but did you ever play No Man's Sky? No. Uh, so No Man's Sky is like a bunch of procedurally generated planets. You can go visit them, blast off in your spaceship, travel yeah. around the galaxy, get in fights, get into hijinks, build a base, whatever you want to yeah. do. Um, and it's all procedurally generated. This is the same, except it's lakes and you're fishing. 
And so you teleport to a random lake and yeah. you just explore and you figure out what the fish like. You figure yeah. out what fish are in the lake and then you sell them. And you make money, <laughs> buy new boats, new lures, new uh, lines. But you said visually it's really Visually it's very minimalist. Oh, really? Minimal. Extremely oh, okay. minimal. Like it's all 2D. You're literally a, a, blo- a circle on a lake just kind of <laughs> floating around and – I don't know if it's the dad in me or what, because yeah. it is. There's a thing about video games where I like to do things that I would never do in real life. Yeah, I love golfing. I love playing hockey. Yeah, these are all things that would destroy me, <laughs> and uh, I love them in video yeah. games. And 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 now I like fishing. Fishing is my new <laughs> my new way to release. You did show me of you showed we had like a thing at Milwaukee Film once where you showed like a little presentation yeah, of video yeah. games. There were some of these like very more minimalist video games are beautiful. Yeah. There was one where I feel like the object of it was just to create beauty. Yeah. It was genuine it was like some sort of quest. It was very sandy and floral looking. Okay. I don't remember the name of it, but I just kept I was amazed that this was a video game because it was yeah. just oh journey journey, journey was the yes. name of the game yeah it was really pretty yeah and it was so different than what I've ever seen as a video game so I realized there was a lot more out there than just what I was used yeah, to. yeah I, I like I tend to like the less mainstream yeah. stuff and so I I play a lot of stuff that maybe doesn't have the best graphics yeah. or but. Or just has really good graphics. Or only has really good graphics simple, and has yeah. no substance <laughs> yeah. whatsoever. You know, I, I'm not choosy. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, no. And I, I've, I've always, and you know this, yeah. like from that, I, I've always loved the art form, yeah. you know. And so it's it's always been interesting to me because you're creating, it's similar to movies, you're creating an experience. Yeah. Um, and so it's always been really enjoyable to investigate and and kind yeah. of discover sift through the <laughs> the <laughs> what, rubble and find something that you want to play. Well, I will admit you are I mean obviously, but you are a more elevated video game appreciator than I am. Sure. Because I'm still I'm since I haven't done it that much, I'm still Well, like, your PlayStation's broken. My so PlayStation that's is that's broken, definitely not helping. And that is very immature, but I still go in for the when I was 13. Oh, I just want to blow stuff up and I want to jump stuff yeah. and I want to crush things and really really childish tastes. I like which those is still things fun. too. Yeah, which is still yeah. fun. But it's kind of like when I tell people I really like comics or like graphic novels and stuff, I always feel like the need to go, not those kind, sure. not the dumb kind, but I like the interesting stuff that you have to dig around to find. Yeah. So in any art form, whatever you think about, there's always some version of it that's going to be this elevated kind of interesting stuff. But the lowbrow stuff is also very appealing as well. There's nothing wrong with it. There was uh, one other game I was going to tell you about. Yeah. Uh, it, it's called Umurangi Generation. Okay. Uh, and it's the the whole thing is you're a photographer. Yeah. And each stage you have to take certain pictures. You get paid based on the pictures that you take. Okay. It's a, it's a kind of a weird, again, minimalist style. Yeah. Um, but you're sort of like taking pictures of the impending Godzilla who's going to end the world. <laughs> oh, really? And so you're taking pictures of this dystopian, like not yet apocalyptic, yeah. but going to be. And you get docked if you capture any element of the monster. Oh. And so like you, you're also like censoring yourself uh, oh, that's weird. while you're taking pictures. And it's like, 
It's a very interesting. I'm looking of, at the images from it too. It's both rudimentary and complicated at the same time. Yeah. Because the figures are a little bit blocky. Yeah. They're, but it's very detailed and colorful. Yeah. Yeah. And it has great music. Um, and it's, it's, it's really interesting. Oh, that's great. Yeah, see, now this is what happens. This is how he did it. After all this talking about it, now I'm like, I really got to get that PlayStation fixed. I got to figure this out. Well, as far as what I've been watching, uh, I watched a lot of junk. So I don't want to talk too much about all the awful movies I've seen recently. But um, I have been reading a book about Bruce Lee recently. Okay. I'm reading his biography. It's very interesting. I love Bruce Lee movies. Mm -hmm. We at the festival, we showed, I think one of the first two years I worked there, we had a midnight showing of Enter the Dragon on 35. I was there for that one. Yeah, me too. It was the latest I've ever stayed up during Milwaukee Film Festival. Yeah. Because I wanted to see that started at 11.59. Yeah, thanks guys. But I love Enter the Dragon and I've seen, I think, all of his... Martial arts movies. I did not realize he's been in dozens of movies when he was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. When he was a, he was a child actor, he had bit parts and a lot of stuff. And he had one starring role in Hong Kong before he came to America. It was called The Orphan the Orphan, or something like okay. that. And, but it was none of this was martial arts related. But it is fascinating to see how he came over here. He's so focused and hardworking. And he knew what he wanted to be. Very cocky, but apparently very charming at the same time, which kind of translates in his movies. But now that I've, I'm reading this book, I have like I'm just waiting for the opportunity to just just watch the the, the main few that he made when he was alive because he had a very short life. The the main martial arts movies he made in Hong Kong. Just I want to watch them back to back and re I think rewatch most of them. But my favorite part is how he befriended all these people, including Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, yeah. Which, because I know nothing about sports, I do know that I've always loved Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because he was so tall as a kid, and I thought he was fascinating. Okay. But I now I do know— Do you know he, what sport he played? I believe it was basketball. That's correct. Which made sense <laughs> to me. And he was a Milwaukee Buck. He was. I knew that. I found that out. And I didn't know that until like two days ago. Uh, but I always loved Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Also, today I love him even more because he's a good man. He's yeah. got. He's a really good guy. Nice. He's socially a lovely person. Um <laughs> But there's a great scene in, I believe it's The Big Boss, where he, uh, Bruce Lee has to go up all these different levels. He has to, video game style. Sure. He has to go each level, uh, defeat somebody and move up a level. Okay. But the last level is is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar sitting in a chair, and then he stands up. It seven, sounds like The Raid? Yeah. I mean, a little bit. it's interesting. They talk about how this movie, if, you, if it's, they said, if this sounds familiar, it's because... Video games and movies have used this setup ever since yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, the raid is very similar. But you see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar stand up all seven feet two against Bruce Lee, who's like five seven. Sure. And it is a really good and really, f- but also very funny fight scene. And one, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar kicks Bruce Lee in the chest, and when he stands up, he has the biggest footprint on his <laughs> on his shirt, which is a really good side gag. But yeah. Very happy about uh, watching all of the Bruce Lee movies again after reading his biography. Sounds great. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for this week. All How'd right. you like it, Kyle? I thought it went well. Yeah. I mean, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. I, we'll be, I'll, <laughs> I'll wait to hear from you. Yeah, that's right. You wait for my final judgment. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Cinebuzz is edited by DJ Kenny Perez, and we also get wonderful support from our members at Radio Milwaukee and also at Milwaukee Film. 
And we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. Go to RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcasts or just search Cinebuds anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you soon.